minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy Hey guys, how's it going today? This is Ryan Greenwood. I'm Anthony Johnson. I am from uh, Remix the Dad podcast, and we have Anthony's Godly Guidance. Dude, I'm excited to be here today to talk about our first song that we did. Yes. Um, Sanctified. And this was a lot of your vision and your what you've had in your brain since you were a little tyke. <laughs> yes, that's funny. The, it, the, the music, the music behind it. Uh, it's funny that uh, <clears throat> the music to tra- Transformers, the movie, which is now like, Jesus, 30, oh my gosh, like 30-something <laughs> years old. <laughs> uh, he, just, he just sprouted a gray hair. <laughs> anyway, so yes, uh, it was a song that I heard on there and it stuck with me. And as I got older and started getting into music, I had a vision of being on stage and that music coming on and performing so that that's kind of where the the music to the song originated yeah and it was cool because i remember when because it was it's our very first song and there's a lot of there's a lot of heart and like sentimental value to it once we got together and then got the got our producer jose to do it shout out to him if he's listening mad love um it was awesome because he sat down with us and we spent a couple hours just customizing the beat. Right. And then even a couple days after, we we uh, we were working on it. And um, shoot, we really didn't actually. I don't consider it really complete until like maybe about two years ago because we started it before my wife. My wife was pregnant with my daughter. Oh my gosh! Huh? Yeah, it's. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I guess so, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's taken that that long in my eyes to complete. Well, yeah, we because every time we listen to it, we tweak it here or we do that there or. And we used a lot of the stage presence too, like especially when we were in the in the in the booth recording it again and again and again. <laughs> we used a lot of the stage presence, and we bounced bounced the chemistry off each other too. So it's all. I, I had fun, man. I had fun doing that. It's, I you know, when we sat down to do it, I didn't think it would. I, I really thought, truly, that it was like just some sort of hobby type of thing yeah. with that song. I just kind of was like, yeah, just whatever. But yeah, it, it evolved into something really awesome, really transformative. <laughs> Pun intended there. Uh, but uh, you want to tell people about your verse, your verses, my verses. Yeah. So <clears throat> the concept of uh, sanctified kind of was we were talking we um, we were talking about doing the song and <clears throat> I had the I had the music in my head and uh, it was something that Pastor said at church actually that kind of kicked off the whole sanctified it was a the message that was talking about justification and then he threw out the concept of sanctified and i was like oh well let's let's try that and i remember we threw we threw around a couple things for the hook before that set set through excuse me but um my verses were I'm trying to think of the words. My verses, it was me trying to display and talk about what it meant to be sanctified in, in a way that we put it over a beat. We 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 talked about it in a hip-hop culture-esque sort of way. Instead of saying <clears throat> sanctification means yada, 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 yada. I just wanted to do it in, in a song, in, the, in a lyrical way that would register and 
you know, we throw some stuff out there to, to get catch people's attention. So basically, but <clears throat> my verse, my first verse is talking about the getting to a point of sanctification. And my second verse was more talking about now that we are sanctified, how do we, you know, what does that mean? That's kind of how it broke apart, which remember, <clears throat> It was supposed to be three of us on that song. There was supposed to be three of us on that song. Yeah, and so my second verse was going to make for, it was going to be my verse, because I wrote, that first, that was one verse. That was one verse when I originally wrote it, but it was too long, so I had to cut it in half. So it was going to be my verse, then then you, then Steve, or was it Steve and then you? I think it was going to be me and then Steve, because Steve was going to come in and kind of chop it up, because he 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 had some some, some spaz ideas, like in a, in a good way, to to get on there and just just blow it up. Right, and then something happened with him. Life got got away, and so it just ended up being us. Us, right? So. And so I was supposed to go you, you, me, you, Steve, me, because of the verse was too long. Which worked out, obviously. <laughs> I mean, it worked out. So that I mean, oh, I got stuck too. I almost, I almost messed up there. <laughs> so anyway, so but um, yeah, I and I and I like uh, I like that we kind of have kind of a rock tone to it too with the with the, with the chorus. Yes, from the hook. Just, I, I, I get to scream on it. I get to show, I get to show my roots. <laughs> so. You know, funny about you saying that when we were when we were listening to it before yeah. we recorded this, I was listening to it and I was like, "Huh, that's funny." So you hear you hear my R and B background, yeah. and you hear your rock background, and we're saying the same thing at the same time. I was just thinking that before. I was like, "That's funny." <laughs> But um, yeah, and then yeah, my verse. I was just trying to put something out there, and then I had a, I had a lot more, um, a lot more in my verses. But then that was right around the, that same time that I think about it, where I I kind of got sick. And I had that respiratory. Oh yeah. And then I had to shorten up my verse because I couldn't I couldn't rap every single lyric and rhyme that I originally put down. I remember that. Because I was going and I, I was trying to do the fast rap and then I had that respiratory stress thing going on so I had to slow it down. And I'd forgotten about that until you just said that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember that. That was... It, I mean, think about it. It's funny what went into... It's funny what went into it. Yeah. Because the originally the verses that I wanted so I had a whole different song I wrote lyrics to that I was trying to make fit into this song because I was for some reason I was scared that I wasn't gonna be able to write the lyrics for it. So I had a secular song that I'd wrote years ago and I was trying to tweak it. <laughs> but I couldn't tweak it because it was nothing to do with sanctification at all. <laughs> and so after I stopped fighting it, because when we sat down, when all three of us sat down and we were writing, listening to the music, I remember that day we were at your house and we were doing that. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this. Oh, wait, I can't use this. That's not going to work. And, like, and then, you know, there's a point where it's like, this has nothing to do with sanctification. This is more about... I mean, I think the song was talking about it was a it was a secular song and it was <laughs> the funny thing is the song was talking about the struggles of being a man in society and how society has us. So it was a lot of sexual references. Yeah. And so I was trying to fit that into a sanctification song and uh so God was like, No, that son, that's not gonna work. <laughs> so, so I stopped trying to force that into the song, and 
the the first part I'm gonna be since I'm being transparent. The first part that uh that stutter as I'm stressing I'm that actually came from corrupt. I had corrupt stuck in my head as I was doing it, and there's on the original Dog Pound CD. There, um, I think the song is called Psycho. He, when he comes in, he stuttered. And out of nowhere, that just came in my head. Yeah. So I just wrote that and. It worked, man. And it worked. It worked. So. Excuse me. It was, um, it was fun. It, I enjoyed the process of, of creating that song more so than the rest of them. Yeah. And I think because it was. Maybe because it was the first time we did it. I mean, I don't know. But the whole process was... Well, I think it's... Because I, I remember... I remember... Someone spilled the beans that I used to do music. And... I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, he's a good pastor at my church. Um, <laughs> he... He said something, and then this dude comes out of nowhere. Hey, hey, hey. Do you do music? Let's, let's, let's talk. Uh, I don't really want to. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking to myself. And then it's like, okay. So we started hanging out and working together. And then, like I said, we hooked up with my, my buddy, uh, Jose. And we, because he was doing a lot of the beats, beats for me. And I was working with him and his cousin for a little while on some stuff. And it was just... I had gotten to a point where I, I wanted I wanted to stop. And <laughs> sorry, I can hear my daughter upstairs asking for people to wipe her butt. She's like screaming. Hopefully, my wife will get it. Um, that's real life. You you all listening? But um, no. Then we yeah we started working together and kind of feeling each other out and stuff. But it just it. it brought us closer together like it, 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 it kind, of, kind of sealed our relationship it was like hey man we, we did this song and then you could you could see because there's a couple on Facebook too a couple of the old performances that we did they were just shoddy as hell. Man, they, were, <laughs> they were just terrible that, that one performance that we did where I where I thought I broke my wrist or my hand mm-hmm. and I have the Britney Spears mic going on I'm like and I have the Utah Jazz jersey. Yes, I remember that. That was for youth group, wasn't it? Yeah, that it? was for youth group. That was that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then just a couple others that we've seen and um but just that progression doing the doing the shows and then we we, we take we, we like I said, we take what we had on the stage and put it put it in in on the in the booth. So You know a funny thing about Jose, <clears throat> he went to high school. Um, I had a, I had someone living with me, a uh, student. Um, I called, you know, he's like a son to me, Miguel. Him and Miguel would hang, used to hang out. So I'd met him before I met you. Yeah. And I, you know, and at first when I saw him, I didn't think anything of it. And he looked at me, he's like, saying, what, one Miguel? And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, small world, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, that was cool, uh, and um, I like working with him. I like working with him because he's 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 humble. He's humble. I mean, he creates these beats because, and I, I guess I might as well since I'm saying this. So the songs, a lot of the all of the songs that we've done, and so and the and the ones that I've done by myself. I mean, we all collaborated on sanctified with the arrangements <clears throat> but we were sitting there like he would he'd have these beats and he'd be he like listen to it and I whatever and I'm sitting there talking with him I'm like well what if we arranged this and what if we did this and we did like that and dude was just like yeah okay let's do it let's try it and I, I like how flexible he was it wasn't no pride like man you gonna be messing my beat up or something like that and he did it so quick and swift too, man. Right. It was it was like a, a painter with on a canvas, right. like Bob Ross on the beat. Yes, because you know, and not to, I mean, because it's still fresh on my mind with Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
the way the song ended up coming out sounds a lot different from what he originally gave to me. But because of arranging it like that, I was like, oh, I want to arrange like this and this and this. And, and like you said, he's just like, oh, bam, 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 bam. Because that was that, what, that, that C murder beat? That, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or the C murder type of beat. Yes. I shouldn't say his beat. Right. Um, yeah, that's one thing I got to say that I, like, I've already told you already, but I'm going to tell our listeners and your listeners, and they, they know too that. You, you you killed it yesterday, man, up on stage. Well, I appreciate so it was, that. It was, it was a great job. I was a little bummed that I wasn't up there with you, but that's okay. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was your time to be up there. But I'm, I'm proud of you. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, and being up there, the thought after I got done was we, uh, we got to do stereotypes. We gotta do stereotypes. I, th- I thought I immediately thought that after I was like, yeah, we gotta do stereotypes. I think that would be the perfect thing for that sort of, especially with our congregation and the mix of our congregation. Yeah. I think now you have somebody, and I'm gonna just name blast them. You have somebody like Jeff Quimby who who walks up to me afterwards, and I'm standing. There, he goes, "Good job." He said, "I have no clue what you were talking about. I have no idea what it was, but you did a good job." And I'm like. It, oh, thank you, Jeff. Jeff's an interesting <laughs> cat. I love Jeff, man. <laughs> if it's nothing but a uh, like seventies and eighties rock, and, uh, I, I know nothing about it. Or, 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 or his boy bands. Or his boy bands. Or his boy yes, bands. Yes. But anyway, side note on that though, I, <laughs> when we when we drove down to the uh, Rockies game, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Or, yeah, I couldn't get a word in. And then all of a sudden, I, I start turning up my radio, and I and I did this on purpose. I, I put on, I think it was Pandora at the time, like, uh, like Stevie Nicks and Stevie Ray Vaughan, like, mm-hmm. mixed, and, it, and it came on, and he's, oh my gosh, Ryan, you're, you're uh. And just kept going. He, he he's a, he's a, he's an old music fan. He's an old guy, but he's a music fan. <laughs> so, but oh, he's a sweetheart, though. If this ever gets back to you, this is this is out of love. Yes, yes, we love you. So. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> no, never mind. I was say this is to get him back for the comment he had the other day, but I'm just playing. It's all good. It's out of love, man. We love you. So, um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. What um. If you could have done something different with the with the track, what would it have been? And so, like, just in general. In general. Excuse me, I had to take a drink of water. If I could have done something different with this track, what would it have been? Or if there's something you could you could change. It's not the most hype. Song, yeah. that I mean, that would be the one thing because <clears throat> I've noticed when we perform it, although we have a lot of energy, it's not. We're trying to get everyone to get hype to a song that's not hype. So I guess the only thing that I would say to have it more hype, and this is not knocking Jose's beat or anything like that. And I hope if you hear this, I hope that's not what you. You get from this. I'm not. I mean, because we we arranged it together, so this is not a knock on you <clears throat> at all. It's the thought of it, and as we were listening to it before, this more of a chill song. If the the thought of being sanctified, in hindsight, is being joyful, being celebratory, being excited. Hey, you know. I God God is good. God has me. I should be celebrating about it. And we have it to a beat that's kind of just Alright man, I'm chilling. But I think that what, what's cool about the, the beat though, the, the whole song in general is because it is that chill beat, but then we bring the energy to it. It's kinda like with the world. The world's pretty much they want to be chill or mm-hmm. and we're just like, alright, well, 
Let's go. Let's. Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna move we're gonna move to our our different tempo than or not not different tempo but different energy. Right. Than than the, than the actual beat itself. Yeah, so I can see that marching, kind of like the metaphor of marching to the beat of your own drum. Yeah, sure. right. And as as Christians, we're and then you like you said you bring you brought your like R and B style. I brought my rock style, and and we, we we came came together for a mission from God. Sorry, I had to go. I had to go uh, Blues Brothers on you real quick because <laughs> um, I was just talking about that with somebody the other day, um, but. Yeah, overall, I think it's 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 definitely one of those beats, not beats, but songs that. Do you know <laughs> the funny thing about? I had I chopped like I'd say three or four bars off of that. There was more to it. the The end of let's see. The end of my first verse was not the end of the verse that I originally wrote. I just didn't have any more space for it. So I was like, oh, crap. I got to take this off. And those lyrics are written, they're on notes. They're in limbo. But I I, know, I, I haven't put them anywhere because I didn't know where to put them. Because it went with, I think, it's just, let's see, we have a mission. How do we, now I can't even think of how the verse goes. With that in mind, we all have a mission, son. The mission's preaching the word or something like that. I have more. With that in mind, we all have a mission, son. And we stop it. But there was the mission's preaching to Christ who is the chosen one. There was more to that. But again, it didn't fit because we wouldn't be, it would have ran over into the hook. So that's. Interesting. Speaking of the hook, um, how long did it take you to write it? Because I'm terrible with hooks. How long did it take me to write the hook? Yes. For that song, for that song, it was the shortest I've ever had for writing a hook. I literally, we, because we had talked about, it was, uh, it was a quote that the pastor said that we were going to use for the hook at first. Because I, I, why I know all this is I was looking at my notes at a notebook, and it's actually in my car. And I was looking, and it said something. Wrong song. <laughs> um, what, it was in your car? Is it, no, but it was a different hook. And I was like, that don't sound right. And I really was playing with the, the word sanctified and and then justified it. I think I sat there for like five, five, six minutes for that one. And the hook just came. And I was like, oh, shoot. If you know he died for you, you justified. So, so that, if you must follow, if you, if you, if you know he died for you, justified. Pastor said that. Yeah. And when I heard him say that, I knew that was part of it. And then I was trying to figure out how to link justified and sanctified. And I was trying to figure out in a, in a verse real quick, like, how do you say sanctification? And then that's when the rest of it. But you must follow his word to be sanctified. I was like, oh, shoot, that works. And that it was literally like a five, six-minute thing. Whereas, my goodness, the stereotype, the hook to that took forever, man. I know we just talked about the song, but I didn't talk about how long it took to come up with the the hook. But for sanctified, it it was quick. Where, uh, where were you? Where, like, like, where was your heart at? When we first wrote the song, where was your heart at? And then I'm going to ask, kind of piggyback that question. Where was your head at? My heart. 
my heart was in a place of wanting to wanting people to understand that we could use even in a a Christian hip hop form we could literally talk about biblical you know like preach a sermon my heart was in preaching a sermon on that song that's where my heart was I was like okay I'm utilizing this song to do a sermon now my head was how are you going to do that and it sounds good because I didn't want you know my struggle was do I have to be worldly to get people to get in on it my heart was saying no just just preach which is why in the song, and one of the ad libs is preach. Preach. Well, that's still one of my favorites. <laughs> because I mean that's that's my purpose in that song was to preach. And I just couldn't figure out how to get it because I was so worried about it sounding preachy. Yeah. Well, and it's it's funny because there's a lot of people that who listen to it. They'll they've told me it sounds preachy. And then they also tell me that they and they they rock to it even though they're not like involved with the church or involved and do the whole do the whole Christian thing. And so it, it's it's kind of, I guess it's kind of like coffee it's people's taste, right? So, well, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. And I mean, really, if people say. It's funny that you said that because my intent was for it to sound preachy because yeah. it was preaching. So it's good that people said that. Now, you know, like like I was saying before, it's just how do you how do you do preachy but catch people? And I think that, that in that song more than any other song that we've done, I didn't care how preachy it came across. Yeah. I was really like, okay, there's a point. We're talking about being sanctified. He's got to preach a message. Yes. Whereas stereotype, there was nothing. Well, I mean, let me not say that. I was not, I was trying to be goofy, but deliver a message. So that's interesting to hear people say that. And I'm glad to hear people say it's preachy, but they can rock to it even though they're not yeah. church going or whatnot. Yeah, and I think with with this one too, that when we when we did it, that was before that was before you were even a youth pastor. Yes, it was. And that was wasn't that right around the time when when pastor said, "Hey, Anthony, you're gonna be right." So yes, when we did this song. Um, he had just, he had spoke to me about ministry being in my future. Um, and not too long after that, we, everything started changing when we went to that retreat because that's when he, that's when he brought up you doing the music and, and everything. And yeah, if nobody caught that, Anthony's the one that. Asked me to do the music with him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we this started the song started before youth group. Maybe we recorded the first time because I've been doing I've been doing youth group now for over five years, or something like that. Over five years, yeah, because because Sam's gonna be five in January and. My wife was pre- pregnant with her, because uh, she was helping out, and that's a funny story there too. Because like originally it was me and you linking up, right? And then my wife was like, "I'm gonna," and she attached herself to it, which is which is awesome. Praise God for that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Praise God for that that she did that. Yes, she's awesome. So yeah, so so then yes, because she was pregnant when we were at the retreat, was she not? Yeah. So, okay. Pastor had said something to me about ministry before we went on that retreat. Yeah, it was a few months before the retreat. Funny side story is he 
pastor knew that your daughter was pregnant with with her oldest and then he he didn't know until we were leaving and I kind of slipped something in his ear and he was he was upset he's like Ryan you didn't you didn't, what how come you didn't tell me sooner RJ knew <laughs> oh RJ RJ's my dude man. yeah he had a big old grin on his face and he's, yeah, so. but um yeah he, he said some he said something to you before the retreat right yeah it was before yeah. the retreat in fact <laughs> I had went through the progression of wanting to quit church after he told me that because it's funny I, I, I'm saying this we had a new members class <clears throat> and I've been a part of that because I'm a deacon and one of the new members asked me what brought me into ministry and I become a deacon and I gave her the bridge story which I'm going to say now which was basically pastor came to me and said ministry was in my future I got mad because I saw it as a burden because I didn't understand, like, what is God going to do with me? I'm, at the time, I'm like, I am doing everything but godliness, you know? I, I'm chasing girls here, and I, I'm not thinking about anything preach-like, which, funny, in hindsight, I was thinking about a lot of ministry things. I just didn't see them as ministry things. I just had the, that that Achilles heel, which was, women attached to it and so I'm like how can I do this and blah 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 and I wanted to lead church over it and then I went to church one Sunday and the message he preached was process because I I was like I I had stopped going well no no I didn't I said I'm not going anymore and God said go one more day just go today and I was like I don't want to go today just go today and so I went and pastor's message was you can't judge your process where you are in the process with where someone who's been doing it longer than you is in their process because you are where you are and God will meet you where you are. And I had this aha moment and youth group was born that day. That It was that day and I was like, oh my gosh. And then so all the ministry things I had in my head started coming and then I started thinking, well, Got to fig, got to figure out how to get the youth group. Now, how that relates to this song, <clears throat> the lyrics were able to be more preachy because I'd gotten over. I, I, I had accepted where I was going. I basically I had accepted my calling. So that was really the first platform I had to preach since I had accepted that I was going to be in ministry. Which is, again, why it was as preachy as it was, because I wasn't, where else was I going to do it? Well, now, just now that you say that, look where you're at now. You're doing the youth group. Your job has you, like, networking with people. I don't know how much ministry you can do, like, or preaching, I should say. During that, you could still go out and minister and, like, be kind and show compassion and love to people. But, and then you have, you're still working on music, and then also you're working on your podcast. And then also you're going up there on Sundays every once in a while uh, and uh, serving people on Sunday morning. And God's, God's taking you from, from, from that selfish dude that one day to where you're at now. Right. And it's all, and it's all because... You were justified, and then you started sanctifying yourself. And now you're now you're now that you're edified up, you're you're helping other people come up. You're I I honestly gotta say that you're you're like a rope man for me. You 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 grab you're you're heading up up a certain way, and people people gravitate towards it and are holding on to that rope, and they're following you, man. And wow. whether or not you have you know that. But you, you, I don't want to say obligation, but you have, you have a responsibility and I, and I know you know that because, because God's probably talked to you about that too. Yes. So, and, I, and I see you with, with, with your, <laughs> with your, 
poop eating grin on your face. <laughs> yes, he's talked. So, he's talked. He talked to me about that. So, and I look up to you, um, and I and I thank you for the songs and stuff that we did, and, and all the pro- little projects that we've collaborated on, because it's it's bringing growth and it's bringing people together and it's making people think, but also, and it's not so much in a an old Amish. Whatever way I don't I don't know why I said Amish. I get what. But you're like saying. an old school, like okay, kids, well you need to. You're going to hell. Right. No, hey, it's hey, not. you know what? I love you. I, I'm going to show you compassion. You know who else loves you? Jesus. And that's, right. That's what I love about Anthony Godly Guidance podcast is because he brings modern day parables to the parables that Jesus brought. That's what I think. Well, thank you. I'm blessed. And just, just, just your message on there uh, is, is just phenomenal. Your well, God's message you. through you is phenomenal. I should say that. One thing I do got to say though is bring a little bit more energy to the mic. You are the second <laughs> person who said that to me. Is this the first one upstairs? No. Okay, she'll be the third. Then. She'll be the third. <laughs> no, the first one. The first one talks to us every Sunday. Pastor's the one who said it to me. Yeah. He said to me... You got that school Kumo D voice going on. <laughs> well, he, here's what he said to the first time. He said, and I laughed because this is not what I was trying to do. He's like, he's like, I don't know if you're trying to have your little sexy Barry White voice or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I was like, no, actually I'm not. I'm just, I don't know, but one of the things he said because there was, there was one the one the message um, not today Satan, he said to me, that was the best message that I have done. That he's that he's heard me do. Period. Like, even in church and youth group, whatever, and he said at first, it started off really. Vanilla. And he said, and I could tell when you let go and you let God and you just started going. And the funny thing about that is I sounded really monotone because I didn't have many notes for that. I literally was, I literally planned to talk for like five or six minutes and like a 20, 25 minute podcast. Because my original intent was, well, I don't have many notes. I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm just going to talk like this. And then all of a sudden, there was a, that, that moment, and it just shifted. And then I started. <clears throat> I don't I don't try to. I guess I'm. I fight to preach, you know, as old school. Well, and I. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't. Because I don't want to be that because I'm not that. But but then like what what pastor would point out to me is when he hears this, he'll be like, you see how you were talking when you were doing that and how you showed emotion and how you were doing whatever. Why don't or, or whatever? What else he said? He said, when you're talking about comic books or comic book movies or whatever and you get that passion, he's like, what you need to bring that to it. And I fight it. It's to be funny honest. that you say that I had somebody actually say that to me. Um, like when I start talking about music, when I start talking about being a dad or even like Ninja Turtles or something like that, I, I get that glow about me. And that's the same mind, mindset that I slip into when I get up on, on the mic. Because like when, when you came over, I was like, hey, hey Anthony, how are you? <laughs> yeah. And then once I hit the record, I say, hey, Anthony, how you doing? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. Mine was. <laughs> Mine was. I was driving here. I was like, I want to go to sleep. I don't want to do this. I love the green ones, but... <laughs> no, man. Um, I have to pee again. <laughs> Just being honest with you guys. Oh, this guy. So. That was that was straight out of left field, y'all. <sighs> straight out of left field. But you know what? That's what you get when you put us both <laughs> on here. It, it it at some point is going to go left field. You don't know what you're gonna get. It's and like it's like a it's Forrest Gump and his chocolates. I, I said that last. I, I just quoted that last night. 
you? We were sitting on the couch, and um, they were being serious, and they said life is something. Life is like something, and I said, life is like a box of chocolates. And they're like, no, Forrest. Like, oh, I apologize. It is not like a box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh man! But anyway, man. Again, there goes the there goes the left field rant. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so back to the song, or the the motivation behind the song. Well, I mean, I guess really, man. The 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 thing with that is. We've talked about my motivation for my my verses. What about yours? All right, guys. Took a nice little pee break. <laughs> the seventh inning stretch, I guess you could say. There was no peanuts or popcorn, but there was a couple of laughs and a couple of ideas thrown back and forth. And I hummed, take me out to the ball game and God bless America. <laughs> 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 I have a tear in my eye just thinking about it. Um, no, but uh, you had asked me about my motivation for for my lyrics and kind of my inspiration for it. It was kind of, kind of like how I think sometimes, kind of cartoonish and out of left field. Um, and since it was kind of comic book based and... Transformers and stuff. I took the Optimus Prime and just the trans transforming, and he he speaks through me the the way Bumblebee spoke, like through music and through right. the radio and through stuff like that. And that's kind of how I feel sometimes. How I even speak to people on like different frequencies. People look at me like, "What?" Um, just like Anthony's doing right now. Uh, <laughs> no, I have, well, no. Here's the thing. I have to say this before you keep going. Yes. That verse was brilliant. That verse was brilliant. I after hearing that, I sat back, and I was thinking about the movie, and I was thinking about all of that, and I was like, "Oh my God, God does talk to us like that." Because I could be writing, and then I hear, it could be some random, who knows what song, and all of a sudden. They'll say that one thing that and you're like, oh goodness. So and that it's just was brilliant. That one. Just right, that one. just that one bit. And so that was brilliant, man. Jesus I fucking I like me it. through the speakers just like Bumblebee, transforming into something amazing, just like Optimus Prime. Oh, my God is amazing, and he's always on time. Like yeah. he always is, y'all. <laughs> that was Anthony's part at the end. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys liked my my impression of Anthony. Um it was it was dead spot on. <laughs> well, uh, another another uh, side note right there, uh, left field, is I was at work the other day, and I was kind of mimicking you. I was like, hello, 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 hello. After hearing your... <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Your answering machine. Um, but I, I can't go any more than that right now. Do I, you I, I, know... I've got to practice your voice a little bit more. That, your, that, your... that hello, hello, hello. Yeah. I came from a day last, from De La Soul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I was like, "Oh, damn!" It was a uh, for the song. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Sorry, I can't get through. Why don't you leave your name and your number? Yeah. So on that. Or, oh wait, wait, maybe not. But it was an interlude before one of their songs. I don't remember which album it was on. And he goes, "Hello, hello, 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 hello." hello, hello, hello. I, I just was being cute. It was on Candy right there. They couldn't. They couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> I thought you said it six times. Um, Without one breath, huh? Yes, yes. Um, so, and then my second verse, uh, it's kind of like, all right, now I'm going out into the world and people know know Jesus, but they don't, or they know God, but they don't really don't know the word or they don't know Jesus very well. And they know he's good, or they, they, they hear he's good, but they're, they're not... I was going to say, that's a bad word. That's a bad way to put it. I was going to say, they don't know the Kool-Aid yet, but that's that's terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, because the wrong people here be yeah, like, I knew it! Yeah, yeah. They they don't they don't know the the, the, the true goodness of the word and, and, and Jesus. And what, I forgot my own lyrics, man. 
I I, I like the. I, I know you heard. The, I know you love the beat, but you're unsure of the concept. Which I, I know you love. I know you heard the guy. What the sun represents. represents. He loves me even when my back is up against the fence. Ow! I see the footprints. <laughs> so, uh, it's just, and it's just kind of also me walking through this life trying to figure stuff out. And it's funny because I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. And I heard a quote from an author uh, of the book on unscrew yourself, but use another word to it, with uh, Gary John Bishop. He uh, he was yeah. I heard him in, a, in a, an interview, and he was talking to his son. He's like, hey, just how you're learning how to be 14, I'm still learning how to be. 42 huh. and that's kind of how I feel about everything every aspect of my life being being a husband being a father being a Christian being a friend being being alive each day I'm just trying to figure it out man and I thank God for for God and Jesus and I also thank God for great people around me to to help me stay focused and stay in the word and stay off all the BS and and then stay on that road. Sorry. <laughs> I almost grabbed my guitar there. Well, that's a nice... Are you crying? Yes, I am crying. It touched me. <laughs> <laughs> I I am very touched. I almost... <clears throat> no, I have this weird allergy thing going on. Um, I like that analogy... And I don't think enough people, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think enough people give people the grace for that. We expect for a teenager to be learning to be a teenager or a child to be a child, but we don't give any grace to people. I've never been 39 before this year, you know, <laughs> so there are things that, you know, are like I, <clears throat> I'd never been married before. When I became a father, I'd never been a father. So like you said, there's we've got to give people the grace to understand that they're learning to be them now. And there should be um, accountability in it. But I think so oftentimes I think people, when that word accountability comes out, people just say that's an excuse for being a butthead. Well, I people. think the word accountability gets thrown on way too much, but that's a different that's a different podcast. Right. So, but yes, I, I think that we should give each other grace because I I never thought about it like that until you just said that, and you know, the dude you got it from, that's brilliant. My daughter, my youngest daughter, this is the first time she's been seventeen, the first time she's been a senior in high school. Me, this is the first time I've been, you know. So I get it. That's cool, man. And I hear it in the lyrics. As you're going through that progression, and I like the transparency. I'm a mess, man. Down in another forty, lighting up another stogie. Oh Lord, please forgive me. I like that because <clears throat> there was so long that the church wasn't real, and they acted like the church didn't struggle with the same issues that everybody else was. So they put on their Christian knees, their Christian front. Oh, I can't. Oh, and be don't like, get me started on Christian <laughs> But I mean, no, but no, I hear you. But I mean, that's what your verse is saying. Hey, man, at this point in time, this is a battle that I'm having. And I'm telling you that this is a battle I'm having. And people gravitate to that as opposed to me coming up and saying, I've never, ever thought about doing anything remotely bad because I am a man of God. And people were like, you're full of crap. Yeah. So I like the transparency in that. I mean, that's, I believe that's been like the, one of the biggest things about the men, any ministry that I've been doing that comes from a place of transparency. I think we need to have a podcast on Christianese. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, 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 and I think we need to do it together because if I do it by myself, I'm going to go off. I'm blabbing. All right, but that's going in the notes <laughs> as we speak. So, because that's one thing, like, 
because I heard I heard another interview with uh, I forgot his name, but he was he was saying, and I no, it's what I told you the other day when we when we were talking, and thank you for for giving me a shoulder to lean on the other day. Um, I don't really want to hear Christianese right now. Right. Like if I'm hurting and I need a brother to cry on or somebody to like help me out, just listen. Right. Don't, don't spit Christianese at me. Don't tell me, oh, well, if you do this, this, and this, I don't need a checklist. I need to vent a little bit. Right. I need to vent a little bit. I need a hug, and I need a little bit of encouragement. And yes, if you'd like to suggest a couple verses or something to me, or a parable to me, either send it to me later, so I can kind of cool down after my vent session, right. and then go in with it. That's that's how I like being being approached if if, if I'm having a hard day because I don't I, it, it, it really irritates me when people come up and well Deuteronomy Leviticus um, no no a lot of the a lot of the Christianese that people have spit has even been stuff that's not even in the Bible anyway yeah. and again we can use that for a whole nother Topic. We have a special guest, guys. This is my daughter. Can you say hello? No, she don't want to say hello. Are you going? Are you going to go? At Genesis. Okay. Well, I love you. Where's my sandals down here? I don't know. There's one. Uh, I think. Oh, no, my white <laughs> sandals. I. I cannot help you, kid. I think they're upstairs, man. Well, this is real life, people. <laughs> Remix the dad show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's definitely the, the dad show in that. <laughs> Hang on, guys. Keep talking, Anthony. Spit a little rhyme. Spit a little dance. Rhyme. Make a little love. <laughs> You're done I'm trying not to. You said do a Christian E show. I'm trying not to do it right now. I bless you, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, yes. To to make a long story short, and to not delve into what we are not trying to go into in this show. Uh, I think that we've been awfully unapproachable. And it has caused a bit of an issue. And, um, so, anyway. Yeah, I think that's, I think you're right, though, like, if I I heard you correctly with the, uh, like, a lot of the Christianese, it kind of made you, like, unapproachable. Yeah. Kind of, like, put you a little bit holier than now. Right, which is the stigma we still get yeah, as yeah. a church to this day. If you say you're Christian, yeah. people are like, oh, he thinks he's too good. I mean, I've experienced it at my new place of work already. I've only been there for like less than three months and I've already experienced it because they found out my me being a youth pastor. You know what I tell people? Yeah. I believe in Christ and I'm trying to be like him. I don't say I'm a Christian. Because then no people be like you said. I believe in him, and I'm trying to be like him. So, and it, I think if you if you take it kind of a way like that, people are like, all right, well. And because I had one person say, "Oh, you're you're holy and you're perfection." No, dude, I'm I'm far from. Oh, well, see, I correct people with that. That's why I get on podcasts, two different podcasts, and say I got a P right in the middle of the interview. <laughs> That's <laughs> because you're just you. So. No, I just correct people. I I say I'm Christian, and they they because when they when they ask, are you what's your religion or are you religious? And I said, no, I'm not religious. I'm Christian. I believe in Jesus. Right, but but wait, no, no, Hercules. Pretty much, but yeah, I I don't. 
I don't want to come off holier than now. And does, does that make sense though? When, when like you you don't want to get all all those verses and stuff. Just no, and, well, and, and that and all the Christianese thrown at you when you're I, when you're yes. going through something t- tough and you feel like you want to like bang your head up against the wall. Yes, because even even when even God doesn't do that to me. When I'm in that, he doesn't say, son, I need you to remember godly, clean, God, cleanliness <laughs> next to godliness. He doesn't say stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'm doing it. Or I've heard God tell me to chill out, sit down. I've heard God tell me to shut up. You know, just like, like hey, hey. And I, there's even one time God was like, okay, man. And then I think that he's like, okay, are you done now? Yes, are you good? Okay, now I want you to go read. You know what I'm saying? And if God has approached it that way, <clears throat> I take being a Christian as I take being a counselor and all the, the counseling that I have. And you have to actively listen to what people are saying in order to be able to minister to them. Because if you start telling me I'm dealing with this and this and I cut you off and I say, hey, Go to Reacts one one eight. I've completely invalidated what you are feeling. And then I'm gonna pull, turn around and either punch you or tell you to go re- read Revelations. Right. Get out of here. Right. So I think that you know we need to actively listen to what people are saying. Give them their stage to speak what they want to speak, and then say, okay, well this is what I heard. Okay, so I know it in this part of the Bible or this parable or whatever and then address it that way. <clears throat> and I mean, I think to bring it all back to where we started from, that is a piece of being, a part of being sanctified. A part of being sanctified. Okay, so justification. So, <clears throat> okay, I, I didn't think, I didn't explain this in the when we talked about the chorus. Well, we're, now. well they're going to hear the song after, the full song after this interview, so right. it's good that I think that you're explaining justification or yeah, justification and sanctification right. now. So justification, I believe Christ. I believe He died for me. I believe in Him. I am justified. You need to do nothing else to be justified. Now, there's a lot of justified people who are not sanctified. That doesn't mean they're going to hell. That just means they're not sanctified. We are, we have right standing with God. I believe in him. I've been justified. Sanctification is the process of change and becoming a better, better you, becoming more Christ-like, going through that, reading the word, getting to understand what God is saying, being a part of it. That's the sanctification piece. And in that sanctification piece, in that sanctification piece, we... um. I am still talking. Sorry. <laughs> In that sanctification piece, we basically need to learn how to interact, talk, show Christ. Someone who is sanctified knows how to show Christ as opposed to just playing the part, being, I'm one of those. I tell you this, but do this or whatever. So I think that <clears throat> a sanctified Christian understands how to talk to people. Yeah, I, def- I definitely agree, man. And then, like I said, there's that third one. You can go ahead and edification and build people up. Right. Just, just simple little, uh, little vocabulary lesson there. Well, but it, and if you don't go through the process, you can't get to edifying. Yeah. If you don't go through the sanctification process, your edification of people is going to be worldliness. And yeah. they don't need, no one needs us showing them how to be worldly. Exactly. That, that's everywhere. Let's. So, we're. Yeah. All right. So, we've gotten to a point of talking too much, essentially. <laughs> we've been going at this forever. I uh, <clears throat> I had fun with this. So, I'm going to say my, you know what? No. You you kick it off. We're going. 
our, our outro. Our outro? Okay, you guys, this is uh, Ryan Greenwood. I'm Remix the Dad. Remix the Dad! <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. We're going to have a couple more treats for you later on down the road, so keep an ear up for those. Um, please hit us both up. Um, hit me up at Remix the Dad on Facebook or uh, Anthony on Anthony's God the Guidance. You can hit hit me up on Facebook, my normal page. I'd love to talk to you. Have you have you even maybe have you come on a show? Um, but yeah, much love, guys. I'm let Anthony with his final words. Ditto. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So thank uh, thank you for checking us out and as ryan was saying you can hit me up on anthony's godly guidance or you can hit me up on my on my uh anthony that scared me anthony whatever my last name is page (laughs) hit me up on my own facebook page again would like to hear comments um likes um, encouragement. Encouragement. And, and what is the the on the you you say it on yours to give a feedback on the iTunes or the Google? Oh, the rating and reviews. Rating and reviews. Yes, rating and reviews would be appreciated so much because it helps us get get the word out there and also easier to find on those platforms as well. Yes. So thank you for that. And as he said, we have some other stuff coming up. So. That are going to be released. Released, released, released. Released. No pun intended there. (laughs) All right, signing out for Anthony's Godly Guidance. I love you. Peace. This song is to let y'all know. We all have a path to follow, which is leading to the Father in heaven, or to death. Also, that justification is automatic with accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But sanctification is something we gotta work at. Now let it drop. As I'm stressing, I'm manifesting, just my progression, the lesson from the session. To teach his blessing, my God, he sent his son, who is the Christ. He suffered through all the pain and gave his life, eternally blessing us all. Now ain't that nice? Now with the sacrifice, we are God's chosen sons, placed before this world to help out everyone. With that in mind, we all have a mission, son. If you know he died for you, you're justified, but you must follow the word to be sanctified. Say, if you know he died for you, you're justified. But you must follow his word to be sanctified Now if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Say if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Always wanted to be the sickest MC But God knew me, gave me the name of a specialist Named JC, gave me 66 prescriptions But the scripture which controls my fever Jesus spoke to me through the speaker Just like Bumblebee, transforming into something amazing Just like Optimus Prime my God is amazing and he's always on time Like he always is, y'all If you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Say if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Now if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Say if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified I know you love the beat, but you're sure in the concept I know you heard of God and what his son represents He loves me, even when my back is up against the fence Ow! I see his footprints I'm a mess man Down in another bottle Lighting up another stogie Oh lord Please forgive me Please forgive me Man you know he gon' forgive you Amen if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Say if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Now if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Say if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow his word to be sanctified Along the way we got misled through the fire And started dressing the wrong one as a sire We fell in love with sin based on our desire Instead of going 
the church to praise with the choir See the world, they think they know what's best for me But they don't What that means, they didn't I learned from history No, they didn't Exercising our faith is best, please believe If we don't, we mock Christ like, like the Pharisees Preach No, he died for you, you're justified But you must follow the word to be sanctified Say if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow the word to be sanctified Now if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow the word to be sanctified Say if you know he died for you, you're justified But you must follow the word to be sanctified Through your son we are justified Through your word we are sanctified Thank you